Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. I am so excited to be back. And as you can tell from the title of this week's episode, I am going to be talking about experiencing slow sales or even none at all. Trust me, I have been through my fair share of droughts and each time I have managed to come out of them. This podcast is going to be all about how you can spruce up your business and make those sales to come back stronger and better than ever. Before I even start this this episode, I want to give you guys a little testimonial to maybe even give you some motivation before we get into the tips and tricks I have for y'all. So, I had my biggest drought of all time, the end of last spring and going into the summer, right? When we were basically in the midst of quarantine, I'm talking selling one or two items every two weeks. That was the biggest drought I've ever had. And my Poshmark, my Curtsy, my Maricari, eBay, you name it, it just wasn't selling. I would share my Poshmark, Poshmark colleges every single day. And it just felt like nothing would work. Nobody was biting, nobody was buying. And that's when I came about with the idea of my mystery box. One of the tips that I'm going to give you in this um, podcast episode, I'm going to talk about creating new items or creating new listings or some stuff like that. And I just want to give you guys some hope. In my biggest drought, I'm talking literally maybe selling one item every two weeks. I ended up getting out of that. And I've now, after the creation of my mystery boxes, I have now sold 1,000 mystery boxes since the summer. I'm not kidding. These drought periods are also learning periods and I'm here to help you guys deal with these periods and I'm here to help you guys understand how you can dig yourself out of these holes and how your business can explode with one moment of realization. So if you want to listen to my biggest tips that I have for getting out of a drought season, just keep on listening. So let's get into this week's episode. This episode is going to be compiled of five tips and steps that you should be taking if you are experiencing slow or no sales at all during this season or any season in the future. Um, I feel this episode is super appropriate for the times that we're in considering we are after the busy holiday season and we're in the midst of Going out of winter and heading towards spring, there's that awkward few months of maybe people aren't buying like they were, maybe people aren't shopping online at all like they were, and especially me as someone who kind of went crazy over Christmas break, and now I don't really buy online at all, and I can see that from my customers too. I want to give you guys some hope on what you should be doing to get in those sales and um, doing some new things this new year. So the first things first, the number one step that I have for you guys, especially if you're on Poshmark, is to renew your listings. By that, I mean exactly what I'm saying. I mean retake those photos, come up with new captions, come up with new titles, the whole nine yards, describe it differently. Everything you did in that original post, if it isn't moving, scrap it and renew it. 
do something completely different with the same item. I've seen people do this. I actually took this tip from the empty hanger. She's talked about it before um, on how she will maybe sometimes recycle um, items that she knows are perfectly fine, are beautiful. She may not have marketed it the correct way the first time. And that is exactly what I want to give you guys as a step. If you are going through um, slow sales right now and you have really good items that you know should be selling right now, renew those listings, retake some of those photos, get brighter backgrounds, get brighter lighting, fold it better, put it on a mannequin, style it yourself, come up with a better caption, come up with a more trendy and nice title to go with it that can buzz people and bring people to your item. Especially if you're on Poshmark, Poshmark is all about searching. Most of the time people are searching for specific items. Make sure you have every single thing possible if someone is looking for something like what you have. Make sure you include the color in the title, the brand in the title, the style in the title. Whatever it is, make sure you include it in the title to get people to look at your item, to see your item, and to maybe even buy your item. Um, that's the biggest thing that I want to say. This can be carried over from Poshmark, Depop, all of them. All of the selling apps you can think of. If you have an item you think should be selling and is not, try new marketing techniques. See how you can market it differently. If you have a jacket that is not selling but you know is perfect, say it's a beautiful free people jacket, but you just can't sell it for the life of you, try modeling it yourself and put it, instead of putting a stock photo. Or try doing a hanger picture that looks really nice with a beautiful bright background that catches your eye so that you are drawn to the jacket and that can get more people to view your items, to love your closet, the whole nine yards. Give people a reason to come back and even as simple as taking items that people have may have seen in your closet before, but rebranding it into something new and something that they can't go without can go so far for your business. The second thing that I want to say, Donate or put on sale items that are going out of style. I have so many items and had so many items that were going out of style and I just didn't lower the price and I just couldn't bring myself to give it away. But I had to. No one was going to buy a sweatshirt from 2012. It's just honest. No one was going to buy that t-shirt from 2016. There comes a time and you need to get rid of inventory. People aren't going to buy, what is it, Exhilaration. I think that's a brand from Target. Or they're not going to buy, um, I don't even know the brands from Walmart and Targets, but stuff like that. They're not going to buy those smaller brands. A lot of the time, especially if it's from older years, you're not going to sell those items. So don't be afraid to donate them. First of all, donating get the receipt from your taxes so you can um, add that contribution to your taxes. You're helping sustainability that can go to a nice new home where someone will love it and appreciate it while not having to pay for your shipping or Poshmark shipping, etc. And you're doing a service to your community. There's nothing wrong with donating. We should all be donating, especially as resellers. We should not be taking more than we give. That's the biggest thing that I preach to myself in this reselling business. I know there's, 
you know, as a TikTok girly say, no ethical consumption under capitalism. However, I know I am a reseller and I know that I do take some clothing from the thrift stores. So I want to replenish that back. Items that I don't sell within a year, take it to the local Goodwill here, replenish it. I won't buy those items again because I've already had them. Someone else can have them for their personal closet, for their reselling closet. But I want to put back as much as I put in. So the perfect way to do that is by donating. Or the next way you can do it is by putting your items on sale and or just sending it to ThreadUp. Don't keep items around for too long or they will literally lose their taste. If it isn't moving and you have marked it as low as you can go, sometimes it is truly okay to send it on, donate it, send it to thread up, honestly mark it down to the five bucks on Poshmark so you can get, I think, two dollars or a dollar out of it. Do what you got to do. Get those items out. So, especially if you want to sell it, even if you're only getting two dollars out of an item, put that towards your new inventory that you will be bringing in or new things that you want to add to your closet, get wholesale or thrift. Anything is better than nothing. So you can either donate it, have the benefits of giving back to your community, or you can sell it at a lower price, even though it's not what you wanted out of it. You are still getting something out of it and that money can then go to your new inventory you want to get in. Number three, bring in new items. That goes hand in hand with what I just said. Take the money that you get from putting on those offers, I mean those items on sale, and bring in new items. If you notice items aren't selling, nine times out of ten that means it's not in style. It might be in style to you, however, the masses are saying no. Bring in new items that you find interesting, that you have seen influencers where you've seen on TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, items that are more for style rather than brand. Because one thing I have learned, I had to learn this the hard way, just because it's free people does not mean it's sale. it will sale. I learned that the hard way and I hope you all do too, or I mean, I hope you don't have to learn it the hard way, but just because an item has a good brand doesn't mean it's going to sell. Go out there, get new items in that fit your aesthetic, fit the vibe of your closet, and keep those items in stock so that people will have something that they want to look forward to from your closet when they want to buy. So as I said before, after you donate and add some more room to your, I don't know, maybe your Poshmark closet that you have in your house, your office, if you're like me, the storage bins where you have clothing in or even the clothing racks, replace those items, get all the old items out and bring in the new. Give people a reason to shop your closet to get stuff that they haven't seen before, especially on apps like Poshmark where people do follow you so people do see what you post and what you have in your closet. Those loyal followers want to see something different from you, so don't be afraid to bring in new items at the cost of getting rid of older ones. So the next one that I want to say, number four, share and send offers to likers. This is for my Poshmark queens. I love Poshmark so much. Poshmark is one of my favorite selling apps ever. And honestly, 
Actually, no, not honestly. It is the first that I ever started out on. I didn't have Etsy. I didn't have Maricari. I didn't have Curtsy. I had Poshmark first, and I learned so much from Poshmark. And still to this day, one of my favorite things about Poshmark is that you have the option to, one, share any time of the day, every time of the day, to millions of people. And two, you can send offers to likers. Only app I can think of that allows you to send offers to likers is Mercari and Curtsy. Both of those apps I have love-hate relationship with right now, but Poshmark, you're able to send offers to likers. If someone likes it, you can go in right behind them, send them an offer. And honestly, in so many instances, I've had people buy right then. They were just waiting for the perfect price or for Poshmark to do their reduced shipping. To me, that is so beneficial for slow sales. If you are getting, sometimes when you are getting slow sales, you are still getting in the likes, you are still getting in the engagement, and you're still getting in the followers on Poshmark, but you're not necessarily getting that translated to sales. That's exactly what I'm saying as sharing and sending offers to likers can do. It can translate all that traction and all that, um, what is the word I'm looking for? all the traction, basically just all the traction that you're getting from people when they're liking or they're following you, all the interaction, excuse me, all the interaction you're getting from those people. And you can turn those into sales by sending them offers to likers. Do it, don't do it as often because they often, I think Poshmark does a thing where it's like, you can't send it for 24 hours and you can't send it to certain people if you've done it to them before. So maybe do it strategically. Um, I learned from Empty Hanger. She usually does offers to likers on Sundays. And Sunday is a perfect day because a lot of people have been working the whole week. They're getting ready for Monday. Their husbands, their boyfriends, they themselves are watching football and they have their phone on the couch and they're just looking through random items on the internet that they want to buy. And that's exactly what you can do is you see these people coming to your page, send them offers to likers and maybe the perfect person will buy it. I know um, with Poshmark in a certain times, you don't necessarily have to send offers to likers, but if you do a public decrease of your price, if you go below I think 10% of the listing item listing price you had before they will automatically discount your shipping and send the offer to all of the people that have liked it already so you don't necessarily have to be annoying quote-unquote annoying and send offers to likers every time someone likes it you can just let Poshmark do the work for you also with offers to likers you can't necessarily um, reduce the shipping without taking some from your cut. When you decrease the price from your public listing 10%, Poshmark will take that $3.99, that $1.50, whatever it is that they take out to give you $4.99 shipping, they'll take that out of their pocket. They will not take that out of your pocket. You did not agree to that. And that's why it's so beneficial to you. Another thing that helped me get out of the dust when I had gone through some selling droughts on Poshmark specifically is sharing my items. Share your items. Honestly, if you are going through an extreme drought and you rely on Poshmark to give you money to be an income and you have a lot put into it, share your items 
two or three times a day. Share it when you wake up in the morning and share it when you go to bed or share it at lunchtime. Share it two to three times a day to gain more interaction. Change some of the tags. You can put tags in your listing if you want to get more traction, which also um, allows people to look up honestly anything in your item might pop up if you have the correct tags. So you can just put in, you know, tags, colon, and then different words that may go along with your item and share that two or three times a day to continue to get people to see your items, continue to get your item at the top of the Poshmark feed. And overall, that can lead to some more sales and some more interactions between you and your potential customers. Last but not least, number five, take control of your selling. In all honesty, a slow selling period is really a mindset thing. It's really about your mindset. I know in my, in most of my slow selling periods also comes in the periods where I am most distracted, meaning I have a lot of schoolwork to do, or I have a lot of extracurriculars to do, or want to hang out with my friends more. And that deters me from caring about my business as much. Change your mindset and look for any opportunities to take control. A lot of the time I find myself blaming everything else but me. I blame Poshmark's algorithm. I blame Poshmark as a whole. I blame the super sellers who are doing amazing and taking from the smaller sellers. And that is not at all true. That is not at all the case. And this is all on me. Changing your mindset in the period of drought and not saying, why me? Changing your attitude from why me to saying, try me. I've learned that. I think I, it's a quote from Miley Cyrus. But instead of saying, why me? Say, try me. You see these situations, go at it fully devoted. Put your head into it. Put your heart into it. If you are in a slow period, do your best to get yourself out of it and by changing your mindset. Take control and realize that there are some things that you can do. You can change. It's not necessarily your customers. There are certain things. However, customers are buying every single day. Internet shopping is a billion, bajillion dollar business. And people are buying every single second of the day. So there, it's not like everyone is going through a, a slow period. It's just you. It is. It's just you and other people. However, everyone has gone through it. And that means you should get more motivation to get through it. You can get through this, share more times a day, renew those listings, get rid of old items, bring in new items. And lastly, send those offers to likers, no matter how annoying you may think they are, a couple people might bite and that might make the difference for your monthly payments or even your sustainability. If you can live off of this Poshmark and make it your full-time business, continue to treat it like a full-time business or treat it like a part-time business by devoting a lot of your time to making your shop better and making your business better and lastly, making your mindset better. Go into each Poshmark workday or Depop workday with a new attitude and with a calming and grateful spirit. That's that's really all I have to say. I have gone through this and looking back now, that one drought I had at the beginning of quarantine led to the biggest blow up of my business I could have ever imagined. And I'm so grateful that I learned so much from that drought. So yeah, 
I'm going to go over the list of five tips and steps that I think you should all take if you're experiencing slower no sales. Um, as you heard from the podcast, number one, you should renew your listings. Number two, donate, put, donate or put on sale items that are out of style. Number three, bring in new items. Number four, share and send offers to likers. And number five, take control of your selling. Change your mindset and look for the opportunity to make your business better. That is all I have to say for this week. I want to thank you guys so much for your patience and I hope you enjoy this podcast episode.